Travel on the Pat Kenny Show. Thanks to Ryanair. Flying you to over 200 destinations is our business. What you do there is yours. Polo Canela, Irish Independent Travel Editor, is just back from the Causeway Coast. Where's yeah. the Causeway Coast? The Causeway Coast in Northern Ireland. Uh, it's a gorgeous driving route. Um, I'm not sure officially where it begins or ends, but I did it by starting from Belfast, heading out in the direction of Larne and then following the coast around to Derry. It's about 200k in total. You could do it in three or four hours, but I, I gave it two or three days. Two or three days. Yeah, so gorgeous. obviously you stopped along the way, and I did, I did, and um, so the main things, uh, if you're trying to place it in your mind, this is where the Giants Causeway is along the coast near Bushmills, and that is the biggest attraction, probably after Titanic Belfast. I probably say it's probably the most popular attraction there is up north. There's the, where you have the forty thousand hexagonal basalt columns, which science tells us were built by Fionn McCool, yeah. <laughs> of course. <laughs> but there's a new visitor centre there, which is great and you can either walk or take a bus down the one kilometre to the site but everybody comes back saying geez they're awful small and they don't yeah. go beyond it and they don't walk the cliff this way or that way next to it necessarily so but the I, actual um, causeway itself yeah. is made up of small it's the hexagonal columns like, not really for a giant <laughs> Yes, so you see that the, the science doesn't stand up to the, the test you're giving it there. But anyway, that, that bridge, there's a similar structure, actually. This is going away from the Northern Ireland, but over at the opposite side in Scotland, which I think is where that myth originated, that oh. originally, whatever the, the this volcanic uh, geological explanation is, but one, you can see Scotland, incidentally, from the okay. north. The so the idea Tyre being offshore. that the giant took one giant step across the Irish Sea Built from it. Scotland to yeah. Antrim. Who, depends who you and believe. The stones and uh, Fionn was fighting a Scottish giant and um, this is where he, he made there's a rock formation that looks like a cradle and part of the story says that Fionn hid in there and the giant came over and thought this was a baby so if this was the size of babies here then the real giants must be enormous so he skedaddled <laughs> anyway that is the giant's causeway okay. but it's just Good story. A, it's a fraction of what there is to see along the coast the, the Carrickery rope bridge is probably the other iconic image it's a 30 metre high originally actually a salmon fishing bridge but you queue up here Pat this is also National Trust it's another kilometre of a walk it's £13.50 to walk down and to cross the bridge and go now, back. Is it spectacular? It is stunning. It is spectacular. And doing it on a Monday in February, like I, I was last week passing by, you have it to yourself. The problem is if you do it in June or July, then you'll be joining a queue and so on. So mm. do it, but book off peak. All of these things, like as much as the Clips of Moore. How sturdy is the to, bridge? <laughs> it's sturdy enough for you to feel secure, but you definitely get a little wobble on it. Uh, it's it's like uh, the steel kind of uh, handles that you hold on those wooden planks along yeah. it, but it's very old school. Okay. Never in any doubt as to your safety. Let me stress that, but you definitely kind of feel your tummy and going. Do they have to close the, it for wind or anything like that? I don't know. Good question. Mm. Okay. Um, what else did you find? So I was determined to get uh, to find the nooks and crannies in between these. So I'll give you a couple of quick ones. The Gobbins. Have you heard of that on the Island McGee Peninsula? No. It was built as an Edwardian era tourist attraction uh, back when they were trying to open up the, the coast to the railways. And basically what this is, is a coastal path that is joined up by bridges that have been built through. You go actually into a tunnel that goes below sea level for a period of time. You pass along these cliff-hugging routes and it's about a three-mile route 
out and back and you wear hard hats when you're doing it now. Okay. They've restored it and they've built the new bridges and all that and it's a guided walk. But you see pictures along the way of them doing it back in the day, the black and white of them all dressed up in their Victorian finery crossing these same bridges, uh, the same the same bridges that you do today. So that's gorgeous. That's at Island McGee. Then travelling as you go north, um, the Glens of Antrim, people often don't think about when they visit the Causeway Coast, but these are absolutely stunning. The, as 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 spectacular as anything I've seen in Kerry or West Cork. Carrying on, I took a turn on tour head down to a bay called Murloc Bay. And this was one of those drives where the the, the boreen is just wide enough for your car and you're yeah. praying that there's nothing <laughs> going to come in the other direction. And my ears popped as I corkscrewed down towards the coast. But there was one other car there and I went for a walk and I had it to myself. Uh, So another kind of a good advertisement, I suppose, for off peak travel. That was a filming location I've since discovered for Game of Thrones. And And, uh, obviously people haven't found it yet. Yeah. And you go there again, go in July or August and you can be certain. You, I, Someone tweeted me actually to say they ended up meeting a car and had to reverse back up that roadway. Mm. Now, Which, where's Mosenden Temple? Mosenden Temple is the is overlooking Downhill Beach. So it's closer towards the Coleraine and Derry side of things. It's pi- pic- picture kind of an Italian circular folly style temple. And it's it's precariously perched right on the edge of the cliffs overlooking the beach, hundreds of feet up. But when it was built, I read a sign nearby saying it was possible to draw to drive a horse and carriage around it. But you stand up there today and it literally looks like it's going to drop off the edge. It was built as a bishop's library. And get this, there was a fire kept burning in the basement to ensure the books never got damp. So it wasn't just one of these empty follies. It actually had a purpose. And you stand up there today and just look at the people uh, walking on the beach below or surfing on it. It's a stunning vista. Again, a National Trust property. So you pay the five pounds for the parking and otherwise uh, free. Now, Rathlin Island, not too far off the coast. Did you go? I, I didn't go this time, but I went last summer uh, or was it 2021 with my son because we we took up birding or bird watching during COVID when there was little little else to do but this is where we discovered is one of the places off the coast of Ireland where you can see puffins and so from April to July puffins along with over 100,000 other birds fulmers and razorbills and kittiwakes and kittiwakes see them swarming around like insects in the sky it's amazing you take the the ferry over from Ballycastle about 45 minutes wobbly on the tummy again in a different way yeah. uh, you can either hike or take a four mile bus ride up to the the or the what you call it the, the seabird centre RSP uh, the, the, the initials escape me but it's the Bird Protection Society and you can stand and watch this great spectacle mm. then you come back and get the fish and chips from Morton's they do a monkfish scampi that people queue like half an hour for delicious now, who are the aquaholics? <laughs> so I took a boat ride with them. It's it's a tour operator. I like the term. Rathlin, on the the outside of it, uh, facing away from the island, is plummet, plummeting depths. Over 40 shipwrecks have met their end there. And you can even see whales off the coast of the island sometimes. So they do what's called sea safaris. So you go on a, on, on a boat, you drive around, you get a closer view. Like literally the puffins were landing, I'd say 10, 20 metres uh, next was on the sea. You could see auks, you could see seals and you get this view back towards the shore of Northern Ireland where you see like fair head and the, the sheer height of it and the black basalt we described at the Giant's Causeway and the white limestone then that you get as well at beaches like White Rocks. So it's a kind of you flip the perspective on it 
It's a great way to tour the coast. Now, there are lots of things to do. I mean, it may be wild and wonderful. Uh, lots of things to do. And if you want a haunting, where do you go? I was looking for places to stay that might interest you. There's a ghost room in Ballygally Castle Hotel. So this is where we're winding on the route. It's back uh, before you come to Bushmills, heading back in the direction of Larne. That hotel dates from 1625 and it has a tower. And at the top of the tower, there is a ghost room preserved. There's a story about a lady called Isabella, I believe her name is. I won't tell you what happened to her. You can Google it yourself, but if you can smell vanilla, she's around. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, Bushmills, did you uh, take the trip to Bushmills? I drove through Bushmills and the the highlight there for me, everyone knows the whiskey, but the Bushmills Inn is a lovely little blue book property there. They have a lot of original features in it. There's a gas lamp lit bar. Under the stairs, though, they have what's called an ingle nook, which is like a cosy little snug where you sit under the stairs around the turf fire. And I also discovered, and this is again thanks to a good tip on Twitter, there's a, there was a food truck during COVID in the north that did, lit up the internet with its toasties, cheese toasties called Magden. And it now has a shop in Bushmills. So if it doesn't just do, you know, your cheddar cheese. Uh, It does oozing with local. You can even get blue cheese, you can get the mozzarellas, you can get the Hegarty's cheddar and all that. So it's it's a a definite one to mark if you're looking for pit stops along the way, as well as the fish and chips. Uh, uh, Harry's shack in Portrush for... Instant food. Harry's is on the beach, so uh, and 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 it's it feels funny because Northern Ireland feels so off radar to us so sometimes. But the getting to these places is as close as it is to get to the southwest. Harry's Shack on Port Rush, great seafood, and um, I mentioned Morton's, but there's another one, uh, a bakehouse called Ursa Minor. Check that for your freshly baked bread and pastries along the way, and um, native seafood and scran in Port Stewart is another one. Again, a kind of a container setup with its origins in COVID. It's great to see these things kind of get more permanent, uh, but bring that same casual outdoorsy yeah. approach to food. And this stuff is caught, you know, just offshore and, and fresh. Mm-hmm. as Value for money. I think so. Uh, like you, you got to go off season um, to get the best value because the hotels and particularly if you have something like, you know, the British Open is going to be in Port Rush in 2025 again. Any event like that, just steer clear of it unless you're a golf fan. But I do think the North still offers, particularly when it comes to food, a, a, a saving. Now, their VAT rate is 20%. You're probably blue in the face talking about mm-hmm. VAT over the past few weeks. So it does add up. But where you can get mid-range, high-end dining... I'm going to say about 15, 20% less than you might mm. pay in Dublin. OK. And, and finally, what's Elephant Rock? It's So it is a, a rock formation off the coast that if you look at it from a particular point of view, looks like an elephant with its trunk hanging down. So there's a gap in the sea stack. But I, it is also now a boutique hotel in Port Rush. There's a, a young woman has set up a gorgeous little hotel there. Charlotte is her name. It's an 18 room uh, place where she's gone. You know, nice interior design, good local food and that. And it's rebooting an old terrace looking out over the same coast. So the, the ancient and the modern all tied together. What's not to like? Uh, Paul, thank you very much for joining us. Travel editor uh, with The Independent.